0: Hi, I'm Alex, listening to sh- I'm Watching a Movie, where we talk through the entire movie. You listen to the edited feed where, who would have thought, two distracted people podcasting would lead to a lot of dead air. So, this is just the good parts. You know, you listen to it on the car or whatever. If you want to listen to the full movie and use this as a commentary track, check out our other feed, Shh, I'm Really Watching a Movie. Really is the added word. Get it? Okay. It's recording. Ready. Oh. Hi
1: and welcome to. Sh- I'm watching, watching a, movie. a movie. The other day I tried to Google our name because I was looking for something, and I typed in sh- "We're watching a movie."
0: Does that exist? And that's a podcast from 2011. Oh fuck.
1: I know we really <laughs> fucked up real big time. We,
0: we really didn't even do the step of googling the we podcast. We didn't even. S-
1: I, I, when I was googling our thing because I was trying to, f- I wanted to do a link, blah, blah blah blah. Um, I was like, oh shit, there could have been like a hundred things named after that yeah, yeah. stuff.
0: But we really didn't do any work on this? It's just
1: one thing and it stopped in 2011. So it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today is my pick again. Even though we did The Holiday. But The Holiday is an outlier. And today we're watching Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. A movie I haven't seen.
1: I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's so good.
0: I also haven't. Can't believe I... Oh boy, Alex. I also can't believe I haven't seen it. Uh, I just feel like I don't have the hard interest to... I feel like I know what happens. Does that make sense?
1: I mean, you do, but it's... Well, first of all, I feel very disrespectful talking through this movie. Okay. <laughs> like, let's just get that out of the open. It is a movie about AIDS and um, everything... Every Oh, I have to do like a disclaimer. Every time I say that I... Like, let's say, for example, I say my favorite genre of documentary is AIDS documentary. Yeah. It's not that I like... AIDS, I find it to be a very fascinating time in history.
0: I feel like, yeah, there's like I'm also not the pro difference.
1: pro-AIDS, <laughs> which might uh, come across that way. Who's pro-AIDS? Uh, oh, Ronald Reagan?
0: No, nah, well, nah, I think he was anti-gay people. Yeah, and so
1: <laughs> AIDS was great for, it was terrible, terrible. Anyways, so I really enjoy, enjoy might be the word, I'm very fascinated by uh, age documentaries and stuff like that. That being said, I wa- I first watched this movie when I was much too young. I think I was like eight years old. Oh, dear. Because my family, we just hard love Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, that's because you, you love the Tom Hanks and the Meryl Street. You love the royalty.
1: Love, okay. Um, mm. I'm raised by my dad who's super Disney Americano, like loves mm. the American dream because he is an Italian guy who was born in 1945. So, like, being super into america he was he was primed yeah and he raised us so we love a good we love the kennedys i mean i don't anymore they (laughs) did terrible things (laughs) to people and women
0: uh i do i i feel like you like the the royalty of these and i'm always i never got into them like they were just kind of
1: Yes, Alex, your counter cult- culture.
0: Unfortunately.
1: I'm all culture. Like whatever yeah, you, you are,
0: you whatever the dominant culture is, <laughs> yeah. you are on board yeah. immediately.
1: <laughs> you don't have to convince me. I just want to fit in. <laughs> but I also really do like Tom Hanks. Like throughout my life I never strayed from not not liking him. I think that his movies have gotten incredibly boring the older he gets. Yeah. But this is peak tom hanks i i say this is more peak than forrest gump
0: so you, you think this movie's gonna it's gonna turn me into a tom hanks super fan he's just
1: very very good like very good at okay. this and denzel washington is very good and the director is jonathan demi mm. so it's the guy who did silence of the lambs like so the he's importance. on like a real streak at this point and yeah. that's what i was gonna say is like you think you know what it's about the story is not important in terms of the fact that the direction is so good mm-hmm. and the and the acting is so beautiful and there's a couple of things and there's like this parallel between like the black community and the gay community and it's just very good.
0: Is Tom Hanks gay in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks okay. is gay.
1: Oh, I'm so excited. This is incredibly disrespectful to talk through, but let's get the movie started. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important for everyone to know before the movie starts because right now it's just the... Speakers. Yeah. I had a really explicit sex dream about Tom Hanks the other day. <laughs> wow. And I don't know why. <laughs> it was not sexy. It was graphic, and I wasn't feeling any sexual feelings. I was just watching myself <laughs> have weird sex with Tom Hanks. <laughs> and not young, cute Tom Hanks like now Tom Hanks.
0: <laughs> wait, oh, wait you, you, you were watching.
1: Like I you, was w- doing, you know, like when you're in a dream, yeah, but you're also you're looking at it? Yeah, dream? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is Bruce Springsteen's. So there's two mo- songs written for this movie. Bruce Springsteen wrote one, which is this one, which I like better. Mm. And then there's Neil Young's song. Actually, no, Neil Young's song is really beautiful. That's at the end. And it's just so beautiful. This movie is so beautiful.
0: Is like it,
1: It's about Philadelphia in the sense that like, this is the founding fathers were here. Okay. And there's such a disservice to the people of America the way that we treat the people of America who aren't
0: okay yeah. So that are on the cringes. are you trying to get me on board by saying? I just saying d- I just think that that like this I would is say.
1: no no this is the, this is I wouldn't think you would like I've said this in the about this movie in the past and like right now they're just showing scenes of life in Philadelphia yeah. <laughs> it's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean I have I have no real thoughts on other than just being like. I always feel like th- <laughs> there's always these things to show off a city is like something that uh, uh, I don't know, you see like films of being like this is what New York is and those two shots to show off a city. And I always think it looks kind of the same every time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this
1: looks the same as this looks like C- Queens or, yeah. or um, Astoria like in New York, yeah. or Staten Island kind of. But Philadelphia is pretty close to New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, because they don't talk about Philadelphia. Like, it's just called Philadelphia. It's not like there's ever a part where they're like, in Philadelphia, it's like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a, is a Philadelphia <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Bradley Whitford's in this. I've talked about my love of Bradley Whitford.
0: <laughs> you're inexplicable You had deep and passionate love <laughs> like for Bradley Whitford. Bradley
1: Whitford, if you're listening and you're into dating someone who's 30 years younger than you, I would do it. I would love him. <laughs> I would love him so much. Um, this is and so the the um, there's a music video for this song which is just this, hmm. and then every once in a while like Bruce Springsteen walking, yeah. And I do wish that in the movie all of a sudden you just saw Bruce Springsteen walking. <laughs> okay. hey! I,
0: I wish in, in even outside the opening credits, like he was <laughs> watching it, and Bruce Springsteen's just like in the background, just like slowly walking, Bruce like Spring- in their bedroom, like. <laughs>
1: if <laughs> place doesn't make Waldo of this movie Yeah
0: yeah Bruce Springsteen is in every scene If you look hard <laughs> enough
1: Oh look The guy who did the director of photography Fujimoto Like he's yeah. a famous famous dude And th- you'll be able to tell Also we're doing it We're, we're recording the, the podcast on my house For the first time Yeah On my broken laptop But cool. in a month's time I'm getting a TV So then we can do it there too Okay cool and um, my laptop is cracked, and my internet's not very good, so it might get blurry at certain <laughs>
0: points.
1: <laughs> I got to get new internet.
0: Because I just moved, I don't really have a good spot yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out.
1: No, I'll figure it out. We'll be able to do it at my place. My <laughs> place.
0: You <laughs> just don't want to come all the way down to Lansdowne?
1: <laughs> Alex, tell me how nice my room looks. It's a
0: nice room. Thank
1: you. you. need to
0: put up some posters or something.
1: I will. Uh, I <laughs> just hung this. This took two months. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Are you going to be able to follow or should I be explaining things, kind of? I feel like... See, this is why I like doing romantic comedies, because the story doesn't matter. Mm, yeah. But for this, the story kind of matters. So basically, they're Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington are lawyers, and Tom Hanks is at like, a super, super successful law firm, and Denzel Washington is kind of like Selino and Barnes. Mm-hmm. And this is just a little preamble to be like, look at the type of law... Lo- the way that they practice law... Mm. And he's very fancy, Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Denzel Washington is more like of the people. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel Washington, like, I know that we all know that he's a very good actor. Yeah. But he's a very good actor. <laughs> Denzel
0: Washington's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I saw that horrible movie, what was the The Magnificent Seven? So friggin' boring. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... um he's very watchable so now we're learning like so Tom Hanks has or he's contracted HIV
0: from the needle or is it chicken
1: no this is like you're gonna find out
0: my entire experience with Philadelphia is I'm like it's the Tom Hanks AIDS movie and that one episode of South Park where Cartman gets AIDS he just starts dressing like Tom Hanks <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so offensive it's
0: very funny I though. don't even
1: understand <laughs> Look, see, they have people who actually have AIDS in this movie. So this movie is really interesting, too, because it was made at, um, at the, the, the peak of the AIDS epidemic, like 1993. So that means it would have been filmed in, like, 91.
0: 93 three is peak. I'd, I'd say the, because, like, by I 93, mean like yeah, the they, they had, I mean, what they thought were cures, like well, those medical solutions. Well, 91 was
1: when it started to become, like, AIDS awareness and the red ribbons came in. Mm-hmm. See, these people all have, they all have AIDS in real life. Um, at this time they still think you can get it from shaking hands yeah. like there's still um, huge misconceptions about the disease itself and the that they call it the gay cancer
0: I mean I mean AIDS did kill a whole generation and you Pain. can reasonably be like we are probably stupider as a culture or less artistic as a culture because AIDS destroyed an artistic Alex, community Alex
1: you're completely correct i watched the documentary on broadway yeah, yeah. and there are so many people Fifty thousand people yeah, yeah. died in the upper east side alone i
0: know it's insane
1: and um
0: uh you're you're yelling I'm at me so as if you're upset. mad at me no, i get for really being like really
1: impassioned this is why i enjoy these documentaries um And the reason why we have Disney on Ice is because we lost so many choreographers and artists that people weren't making nice decisions for the arts and Broadway. So there weren't enough people left. Hmm. Like, we lost choreographers, Hmm. writers.
0: The... did you ever watching? Because I told you to watch it. How to survive the plague?
1: No, I haven't seen. That's the one I haven't seen, and apparently that's the most famous one. It's very good. I watched like In Love and Anger with Larry Kramer. I really like too, yeah. Larry Kramer.
0: Uh, How to survive a plague is you were saying like it's the height. i like I think because I plague. is about act up, and like act up in New York, and like they're pushed to try. And, like the, the way they f- the group fractured, and they're pushed to try and like, um. Get, uh, the government to fund. And accelerate a like medical solution for AIDS, mm-hmm. and the different ways in the way the group fractured in itself to do it, and like also the way like their extreme push probably led to as well more deaths. Of like effectively, they w- made the FDA push through a solution that yeah,
1: I know what I forget what that yeah. drug is called is as a, a AZT. AZT,
0: that's it. Yeah, yeah. That didn't really do anything.
1: Yeah. I know AZT made people really sick. It yeah, was yeah. a really dangerous. It, 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 it's kind of like chemo in the sense that like it makes you feel like shit, but it's better than feeling like shit from
0: better, and It makes you feel like shit and you might not die other than feeling like shit and then dying.
1: Yeah, which is you could still die.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know why, but I've seen this movie maybe 10 15 times. <laughs> and every time it was on TBS a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And so I'd watch it. I'd watch it every time it was on and I cry every single time. At the very, very end. It gets me every single time.
0: I assume he dies.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, he dies. Yeah, <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> yeah, he <dies. laughs> no, it's just I'm moved by Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the city of Philadelphia.
1: Look at these actors. We got these heavy hitters over here. We got Jason Robards
0: owner of the library
1: he owns the library? Robert's oh, library. <laughs> yeah yeah he owns the the, to- the turkey shaped building yeah, by New U of Toronto, T. Yeah. and his son fun fact Jason Robart's son I forget what his name is but it's something Robarts plays Blair Waldorf's dad on Gossip Girl so <laughs> <God> <laughs> this damn. is such useless information why do you
0: have that? <laughs>
1: Because I see you once, I remember you forever. <laughs> so what's happening right now is like he's in this fancy boy clubs at, um like at the law firm, and he's being made a partner right now. Hmm. So good. Yes. Right now things are going good, and he before he was talking to his mom, and she he's was saying like, how yeah. your T-cells, your yeah, platelets, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And his mom is Joanne Woodward, wife of Paul Newman. And also an actress in her own right.
0: I, I would say that all your facts are about like actors and actresses that like my grandfather loves. Oh, I'm <laughs> like sorry.
1: These are seminal <laughs> actors.
0: <laughs>
1: so this is all important. So because this most of this movie is going to be a um, a law. It's a it's a court drama. Did you know?
0: No. It's
1: a court drama. <laughs> And so what we're learning right now is things that you're going to need to understand for the court drama. (laughs) Tom Hanks. What a career. (laughs) What an interesting chance that like this man is the everyman. that this is the guy that got to do anything that he wanted in Hollywood. And he's very lovely and he's very wonderful. Like, I really like him. But is he that great? You know, like, is he?
0: I have no idea. I feel I feel that a lot Of where I'm just like I don't know if a lot of people Are very good
1: It's a lesion
0: yeah. Oh uh, I don't feel a lot of I feel a lot of people Aren't that good But they're just lucky Is probably the more common Thread
1: well, He must be an Extremely good businessman Yeah And I think he just Must be a joy To work with hmm. So if he's really fun To work with And he's Very very capable What more do you want hmm. And he feels like successful. Like he feels successful
0: around. He's him. got a dark secret. He. has I think to. so. I think.
1: I think he. I think he not a dark secret, but I think he might be, maybe intolerable in real life. Like he might be pompous. Oh yeah. Someone said that they once saw him, but this is such a friend of a friend of mine story. Yeah. That he was going into a, a limo once with like a group of women and was like, "Yeah, I'm Tom Hanks."
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, even that is so Tom Hanksy <laughs> innocent.
1: He signs.
0: Yeah, I'm Tom Hanks. Let's go get ice cream together. Like it's
1: <laughs> all these women going to get ice cream. He also signs all of his Instagram posts with T Hanks and it's Hanks thanks, with yeah. an X.
0: Oh right. thanks.
1: I don't know why. See, now he's very visibly sick. Okay. Is the point of this So they're showing a shoot Where he has like Lesions all over his face And he's still working At the law office But he was made partner This is like months later
0: Mm. Being a lawyer Seems like a horrible job It's a
1: horrible job Like for me personally Like someone who works At a law (laughs) law (laughs) office It is doing homework For a living And if you make a mistake You fuck someone over Irreparably Mm. Like you give them Financial problems You give them Emotional problems It's a whole Mm. Thing (laughs) And the lawyers that I know, you know, they think like it bleeds into their personal life in a not very pleasant way because it's like they think they know everything because they need to be that way for their job. Yeah. And in real life, it's like you don't know everything. And, and they speak manipulatively because like mm. their, their job is to manipulate and to get the situation because you're not working for the truth as a lawyer. Mm. You're working on your side. I want it be cool. If lawyers just got together and work towards the truth of the matter, as opposed to like, what their side represents, mm. and that's the problem with the, with the law. And so, if you guys need any questions on that, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: yeah. this is yeah, they're putting on makeup.
1: She's from Grey's Anatomy. Mm. They're pr- yeah, they're trying to put on makeup to cover up his lesion, so he can go to work. And like, nothing covers it. Yeah. He looks like he went to Aruba. But, you know, the big thing about Tom Hanks in this movie inspired another movie was that when he won the Academy Award for Mm. Philadelphia, he thanked his drama teacher, who was a strong gay man that he knew. Mm. And that man was not out. So he outed that man. Oh, really? To the world. And then there was this Kevin Klein movie called In and Out where kevin klein played this drama teacher that gets outed by one of his students winning an academy award (laughs) and then it just goes through his journey it just like was that's insane yeah what a
0: horrible thing
1: what a what an ignorant thing for tom hanks to have done eh
0: yeah tom hanks knew that's tom hanks darkness (laughs) the darkness of tom hanks he's like i want to take you down
1: like he must have been out (laughs) to like the public maybe but maybe not to his family like i was thinking like why would tom hanks know that he was gay
0: Maybe Tom Hanks just hates gay people. Maybe that's his dark secret. Maybe
1: he just assumed he was gay, but he wasn't mm-hmm. really. <laughs> no, no.
0: Tom Hanks made a cold shot. <laughs> so I was like, there's no way that man ain't gay.
1: <laughs> Imagine.
0: <laughs> that girlfriend is his sister.
1: But I have to think that he did a lot of research and probably spent a lot of time in the gay community for this movie and then fucking did I something like, like that.
0: I feel like Tom Hanks rolled right in. I think Tom Hanks came off of another movie and did this movie. He, d-
1: he was coming off of a League of Their Own.
0: Wow. Yeah. He was filming it between. Tom Hanks still goes to baseball games as research. Like so <laughs> ah,
1: this is the Tom Hanks trilogy. We got League of Their Own, hmm. Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. That's his boyfriend, Antonio Banderas. Oh. He's very beautiful, Antonio, in the face. He's delicate eyes. Yeah, so he's just getting sicker and sicker. Okay.
0: So is this movie, he gets sicker and sicker, alienated from his job, alienated from his people, angrier and angrier and dies? No. Oh.
1: You want to know what happens or do you want to watch <coughs> what no, happens? I'll watch it. Okay. I mean, you definitely get sicker and sicker.
0: <laughs> no, I want to get sicker, sicker, better. Sicker, sicker.
1: <laughs> that is kind of how it goes sometimes, though.
0: Sicker, sicker, better, better, better. Last half superhero movie.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the twist. That's a, that's why everyone loves this movie.
0: He's Philadelphia, man.
1: <laughs> Here's the deal, too. Like, they get treated like shit, right? Because mm. they're gay and they have AIDS. It's a, just, like, pfft, such a shitty yeah. time for everybody in the world. I think I just... I can't explain it, why these movies make me... They just make me feel for humanity. Like, I also really loved Milk... I just really want to fight for gay rights. (laughs) (laughs) Though I do very minimal in that (laughs) regard. I do nothing. You watch RuPaul. (laughs) I'm not even.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm over it. But
1: I'll support it. I just want people to do well. I just want... I just think it's so crazy that we alienate people because they're gay. I think that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, we all... Are humans who have felt sexual feelings? It's crazy that we'd be like, but that that feeling's weird.
0: Well, because it's just like showing any form of sexual feeling is kind of like a countercultural act in like North America.
1: Well, I think like uh, what I've like uh, this is backed up by zero research, but I think do you think it's like biological that people are like, oh no, if you're gay, you can't reproduce, so there's something wrong.
0: No, nah, I think it's I think it's just prudishness where it's like if they were talking that open like I think it's by saying you're gay it's like saying talking about sex and that if even as a regular yeah. person talking about sex it's like the same thing.
1: So right now what's happening is that there's like a huge uh, file missing. Mm. This is every day at the law office for me. I am Bradley Whitford in the law office. Rochelle has asked me to find something and I cannot find it because the law office is so, it, no matter what you do, there's just too many papers and everything's always disorganized. Yeah. And it's something that is due and the court will close and it'll fuck people over and it's completely lost. And it doesn't make any sense. And he's very sick and now he's going to go into work. Every problem has a solution. <laughs> <laughs> this is when it becomes a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks is repeating to himself, every problem has a solution. Okay, Denzel Washington's character has a baby in this movie, mm. and it is so friggin' cute. When you see it not look like this...
0: I'll cover it in goo. Yeah, Man, babies are ugly. I can't do babies anymore. I think I'm just a side. I just don't like anything younger than the age of, like, 12.
1: What? Yeah. You can't do babies anymore? You never did babies to begin with. I Just,
0: just looking at them, I was like, no.
1: Are you mad? Yes. Looking at babies, you have... You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong.
0: Are you kidding I, me? Also, who's okay? Who's having a baby these days? Who out here? Who out uh, here uh, having babies?
1: Let me ask you something. <laughs> let
0: me ask you.
1: This is Alex's type five on having babies. <laughs> who
0: out here doing a baby?
1: I hope my sister has a baby. I Why? get to live vicariously through it because babies are joyful.
0: Glenco. Why bother getting a baby?
1: Because it, sometimes it's good to learn to love something outside
0: of yourself in that way,
1: to take care of I something got else. Tons of
0: goddamn love. No. For things the right size. No,
1: to take care <laughs> of something that. Listen, I'm not pro baby or anti baby. Like I say, live your life, do what you need to do. But I think uh, for some people, it's the finishing part of maturity for them.
0: I yeah okay so, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. The is other she pregnant? Day. No. Oh my god! Is
1: how you tell me that you're? Are you gonna be the dad?
0: God no. <laughs> uh, I can't take care of myself. <laughs> exactly. And
1: it's the finishing part of maturity. You would you would rise to the occasion.
0: I'm sure you I do brought fine. me a tea
1: when I asked you to bring me a
0: tea. <laughs> After I finished reading my New Yorker article. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, 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 uh Like if you look at like the history of like the reason you have kids it's like there's like if you go like way, way back it's like biological or whatever. But then you start going to, like, when we have birth control, it's like you have kids to be like, I need a workforce in my farm. Then you go to, like, I have kids because, like, I need someone to take care of me when I'm old. It's like kids Mm -hmm. is like social security. And now having kids is kind of like I'm bored or I want something. I think it's like kids as religion. It's not even kids as like. You don't
1: even know. Because, Alex, you don't have that thing inside of you. Like women and some men, but, like, it's a a hormonal thing where you want a baby. It becomes like a need. You're not better than your hormones. Hormones will eventually tell you that you need a baby if you want to have a baby. A baby
0: feels like a living, breathing condo and that it's expensive and pointless.
1: <laughs> I hope you become a dad, Alex. I hope, I think it makes people more well-rounded. I don't think everyone needs to be parents and if you don't want to be parents, whatever. But I just think a lot of men, you know what would really help solve sexism and I, I like help sexism is teach young men to raise children. If you, because t- yeah. you're not socialized to want to take care of a kid, where women are socialized to take care of children. When I was 11, I was babysitting.
0: I babysit too. I have the ol- I was the oldest three brothers. I did most of my growing up babysitting. Well, you
1: babysit your brothers. Yeah. That's not babysitting. It's not the same. It's it's not the same. It's not. You don't feel like comfortable that you, would you go and babysit at like a stranger's house or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I do that too. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm great with kids. I just don't like kids.
1: You don't like them? No, they're dumb. Yeah, but, okay. And they like, parents are very, worse. You're a very um, <laughs> emotionally, apath- like, you're a very empathetic person. Yeah. Because you know how you took care of children. I'm telling you, if, if men took take care of children as kids, I it would help.
0: I, f- I don't disagree with you, but I do feel it's a fast track to having a lot of men extremely resentful of children. <laughs> like, going from, like, just mad at children.
1: Women well, don't become resentful of children. I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean like maybe
0: There's a lot of real Fucked up moms out there I mean
1: yeah There's a lot of real Fucked up More dads though
0: (laughs) Way more dads
1: (laughs) Your daddy issue Way more than mommy issue Though I do know Many men with mommy issues (sighs) So what's happening right now Is he wants to sue His law office Because he thinks So they fired him For losing that thing And he thinks he got fired For having AIDS Yeah Yeah so he thinks He was set up Yeah so if, if, you, if people were... Okay, well, this, this is a cooler
0: setup of a movie than yeah. I thought it was. Oh,
1: yeah. Bill Delphi's, it's a... It's a dare I use the word masterpiece? Because um, mm. so I assumed
0: it was a lot of him saying goodbye to people.
1: Not at all. It's not that at all. So basically what it is, is, is Tom Hanks believes he was set up by these guys. So, like, literally, like, I think it's, like, four months prior he's made... A partner and now all of a sudden he's lost this major thing and they're gonna fire him and they're gonna say that he's irresponsible and all this stuff and Hmm. he says he's being set up. Now do we know why ties were invented? Is it to point at the penis?
0: Oh that was to cover the buttons.
1: Oh, yes, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but you were like, you were like, you thought, ah, yes. you know, all these men were wearing things, like essentially like novelty t-shirts that says like the myth, the legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, it is weird that it like comes to a point at the bottom to be like, did you know a penis lives here?
0: Down Until he Avril
1: Lavigne started wearing
0: it. Yeah, yeah, Avril Lavigne's like, got a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently AIDS is, is making a... Comeback—that's a wrong way of putting it.
0: Oh yeah, the (laughs) '80s are back in stride, baby. No, no, no. Synthesizers, skinny ties, (laughs) Mm -mm HIV/AIDS, right-wing politics. I feel uncomfortable saying
1: this, (laughs) just because um, people are getting too cavalier with their not-safe-sex practices, because they're like, yeah, it's it's cured, but it's not. There's also something called Truvada that you take. And you have to take it for every day for the rest of your life, but it prov- it uh, it's like a vaccine, basically. Hmm. It's a pharmaceutical vaccine.
0: Can you get AIDS from eating ass?
1: No, you get it from fluids. You'd have to eat like, like you you could get it from saliva if you drink like eight gallons of saliva. You can only get it from semen, vaginal. He just explained it.
0: I know he did. <laughs> I was saying, could you get it like like. Like, like if I ate enough you ass, get I'm, AIDS. Eating, I couldn't I'm eating get bodily AIDS, fluids by eating ass. But
1: I couldn't get AIDS from giving oral sex. I'd have to swallow, like, a crazy amount of
0: semen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I think you could do it. I don't want to.
1: <laughs> no, I don't do that. I'm a good girl. Actually, no. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I, I, I want this movie to be Denzel Washington learning gay people exist. This <laughs> like is him. This is the scene. Him yeah. be
1: realizing that people are gay.
0: Wait, hold on. What is a lesbian? Hey. <laughs> so you know how you love women? Yeah. She also loves women. Don't follow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like this fucking point of view that Denzel Washington has is so common and dumb.
0: I don't care what they do, as long as they don't do it in my face. That's,
1: (laughs) yeah, that's, yeah, that is his thing. (laughs) Like, who's
0: fucking in your face?
1: That's what most people think is happening. I got mad at my mom last week. We were, it was Christmas. Oh, boy. I'm too mean about the whole religion thing, because the older she gets, the more religious she gets. Mm. And she likes the new pope, obviously. And the new pope, in comparison, is very progressive. Mm. And his stance on homosexuality now is, um... They don't condone it, but he also is like, what did he say? I think his exact words is, like, it's none of your business kind of thing. Like, let yeah. people do what they want to do. It's none of your business. And I was like, well, ma, like, people are dying. They're being beaten the shit out of. They're homeless. And all that idiot can muster is, mm, it's none of our business. It's like, yeah. he needs to say that it's okay yeah. so that people will start stop dying. Like, it's ridiculous. And my mom got all mad Emmy. me. Shit. And then I also said... Um, we when we were in paris we went to a church (laughs) that was where the mother mary went so the mother mary appeared and then they built a church there and i told my mom i was like isn't it crazy how mother mary has just stopped appearing to people ever since we got phones on our uh, cameras on our phones
0: (laughs) like
1: is that weird and she was just she didn't even say anything she was just silently staring at me enraged
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh i thought you the joke of because you're like uh, uh come on Alex oh the new pope's very progressive I thought it was going to be like he now allows Protestants to sit at the same table (laughs) that may be
1: he also said don't punish women for having abortions like abortions are still bad
0: don't punish them but silently silently resent them at dinner like I love the idea of his progressiveness is like just like like 1400s like it's just like it's just like the Ottoman Empire is now
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's not great it's no
0: longer excommunicated
1: it's not good it's not great
0: that 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 hat is probably appropriation. This hat? Yeah.
1: I feel like someone made it for him. Wasn't that a style? I feel like that's a style of the early nineties.
0: Yeah. That like, like black it's like an Africa. Populi- yeah, like black people popularized <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then rich white people were like, I like Africa now.
1: That may be. It's from Live Aid. Yeah. Yeah, like this is around the time that the Elton John AIDS research thing started. Oh. Uh. So what's happening is Tom Hanks is in a library and Mm -hmm. Denzel Washington sees him and is trying to like hide from him. (laughs) This guy is creepy. I feel like he was in Silence of the Lambs too, actually.
0: He's got a nice face. Same with that guy. There's a lot of real creepy faces.
1: Yeah. it's, It's a lot of like...
0: I mean, I say this is a guy who is trying to get my agent to send me out for more creepy face roles.
1: Yeah, you like being creepy.
0: It's so easy.
1: I bet you, you don't, you don't photograph creepy though.
0: Yeah, that's what she told me.
1: It's true. Like, you look very handsome on your headshot. <laughs> I mean, you don't look creepy. I think you think you look creepy. I can play most. creepy. Yeah, I know. You think that's inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <sighs> like, it's funny that people thought that it was so contagious through um, anything. mm like, the not just through sex, but it's like, well, wouldn't you think it's interesting that only this one population of people are getting it who are having sex with well, each other? Well, I think
0: other? it's also, at this time, a lot of people being like, I don't know any gay people. They stay in that one district in New oh York. Oh, yeah, End I mean. of story. <laughs> yeah. This is Mississippi. Oh we have never had a gay person here once.
1: And that guy's... Ha- currently having sex with somebody. Has yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then the behind closed doors. It's like, yes, this is a secret ritual.
1: Oh, my God. Did you I know am in, governor in the normal heart. Another very good AIDS.
0: I've not seen that one. Uh,
1: it's um, it's um, it was a play and then they made it into an HBO movie. Okay. The movie movie's good. It's not great, but Mark Ruffalo's in it. Um, there's a part. Mm-hmm. So he's he's Larry Kramer. It's Larry Kramer's story. Yeah. Yeah. Where he goes to Washington and he meets with the Surgeon General and it takes forever. They make him wait for like eight hours. For like days, I think, actually. Mm. And then he gets a meeting with him and it is two minutes long. The guy lets him in and he goes, so who's being affected by AIDS? And he's like, well, right now it's this population. It's the gay men, blah, blah, blah. And, and lower income women. and uh, Like basically like drug addicts and... Mm. Gay men and the uh, Latino population, like, basically not rich white men. And he said, well, can straight men get it? He goes, yeah, we do believe straight men can get it. Like, there aren't any cases right now, but Mm. we do believe it. because just tell me, like, can, do straight men have it? And he said, well, no. And he goes, okay, thanks. And he just tells them to leave, and they don't do anything.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Ronald Reagan didn't say the word AIDS until 1985.
0: Yeah, you'd like, how to survive a plague?
1: Till after... So after 50,000 people had died and and he didn't say the word AIDS and when bird flu happened six people died and they called it an epidemic
0: yeah no you're right
1: I know I know I'm just mad (laughs) at nobody because no one's disagreeing with me
0: (laughs) yeah this is a fight that happened (laughs) before you were born I know
1: I know (laughs) I just feel very passionate about it because I just think that everyone deserves health care everyone deserves to be seen I mean
0: the US doesn't think that
1: I know. Dios mio.
0: Let's see. Uh, uh, in keeping our trend of talking about politics, that it will not be relevant by the time this airs. Uh, like on Twitter, there's a lot of people being like, well, no one wants a female politician.
1: Oh, this new thing with Elizabeth Warren? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, I'd, I'd put up Cortez. Like if, like if Cortez wanted to run.
1: Well, of course she's young. People... Don't like women, but they <laughs> especially don't like old women.
0: I do. I don't like. I don't like Clinton for uh, her war that she doesn't like the poor, and I don't like Warren because she's not going to put up a, fair, uh, a viable health care plan. Uh, I like Cortez because she'll put up both. Cortez could be a hundred years old, and I'd still be on board.
1: Mm yeah but w- how could a uh, but a uh, Cortez is is very modern and of the times whereas someone like Warren is coming from the old guard yeah I don't but, uh, but she has more <laughs> experience like what yeah, are you gonna, yeah. what are you gonna do yeah you need someone who has more experience that's just how that's just how the world works the longer you work at something, the better you get at it. I mean I haven't read those articles I've literally just seen the headlines, so I can't really speak to it. But I can assure you, it's sexism.
0: I assure you, that's a chunk of it. But I think I've been given this. Listen, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a chunk of it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that men
1: have explained this. I've been a man. Explained this, but. Alex, you will never understand what it feels like to be a woman in charge, and and you can feel the difference between people paying attention to you and not paying attention to you based on whether or not you're a woman. It is, it is, I don't have any evidence, but it is just a feeling that you get in the same way that if you are black or if you are a person of color, you know when someone's being racist when they're not being racist. You don't have any actual evidence, but you feel it. And that is what's happening with Elizabeth Warren. That is what happened with Hi- Hillary Clinton. I do understand that those people that have policies <laughs> that people do not like. <laughs> I understand that, but there is, there's just a di- there's just a difference. Yeah. And I can't explain it other than the fact that I'd give
0: you if Hillary was a man, she'd be elected. Of
1: course she would. Above have been. Trump, yeah. She was. They was. Uh, Bill Clinton was elected.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: they have very similar sta- standpoints. They and have stuff. the exact
0: same. So, so I mean, I'd i I'd hate the Bill Clinton too. That that, that's gen- like I else, the I hate the gender somp Hillary as well. Who else is
1: gonna run for for president? Beto O'Rourke? He's not oh, gonna God, get. Oh God,
0: Beto's terrible.
1: You know, but he'll do better than Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren's yeah. not gonna get out the gate because, especially, oh, not only is she a woman, but I don't find her like she's not a sexual being like right now. Like I can't I can't uh, I can't figure her out like men don't like it, and that's just. Life, fun. Uh, now I'm mad about something else altogether. <laughs>
0: Apparently Bernie's style. Like, there's rumors of Bernie running I heard again.
1: Bernie wanted to run. I mean, sure, he's, he's too old. old yeah. But I mean, is he older than Donald Trump? No. He's not eight. <laughs> yeah. He's just lived a harder life.
0: Yeah. That's that's my... Because my, I was saying, like... I was talking with uh, Philippe and my girlfriend about this earlier. And we were both... like We were all like... I don't know who's gonna run. Like we're like we put Cortez up. Like Cortez ran. She will not run. She will not run. Of course not. Uh, Keith Ellison. Somebody we want. We'd love to run, but I don't know. He's got a bunch of like. He's like divorced three times. So like people, are, people are like he's never. I run. think
1: we gotta stop this whole like uh people with not being married oh. or they're divorced that it's a problem. Like oh, no, no, no. When I are we th- gonna get th- past th- this? I think he's a good. No, it's just so funny that I, we're th- I think he's
0: a good like like it uh, has a lot of like very, both policies I agree with. I, I just don't think it's like a viable candidate for a number of reasons um, I
1: mean sh- sure yeah. yeah
0: but like if he, if he ran it he'd be my guy right I just I like I don't think it's like it just he's, n- he's made no rumors of it and there's a lot of like the establishment being like we can't run them for XYZ yeah
1: um uh, like if if Sanders ran he wouldn't be able to live for eight more years i, I know
0: yeah that's that's my thing uh, they were saying sanders and it's like I, lo- I love me some sanders he's got he's got his I problems love sanders he's got some problems but i think overall no, um, like he's what the country needs he
1: is and he, and he never lost that thing of like he never he he never got so up in the system that he forgot about the lower class. Yeah, yeah. Like he still is talking very relevant ideas that are yeah. very applicable. So they got served, by the way. So okay. back to the movie. The old white men which would all be able to run for president and no one would write a think piece about them and why they don't like them. Um they all got served and they're um confused. And Denzel Washington is now representing Tom Hanks.
0: Cool. Uh yeah, we w- we went off on a tangent.
1: Look, it, this is what this <laughs> movie's about. It's not about AIDS. It's not about pe It's not. About, it's about America. It <laughs> is. It's about America. That's what this is. It's just one of many many stories like this. Yeah, yeah. On the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Bruce Springsteen, but he reminds me too much of an ex-boyfriend, so I'm not allowed to listen to songs about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Well, sorry that he did a very good impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Tom Hicks is going home. And He's going home to tell his parents that he's like, well, listen, so I'm going to do a trial, and like a lot of shit's going to go down. Like, you're going to hear everything about my life. Oh, I want to go back to what you were talking about that um, prudishness, and that's why people don't like, that's why people have oh problems yeah. with gay people. I know Dan Savage talks about that a lot. That when you come out, you're basically declaring like, "I am a sexual being." Yeah. And that's hard. Period. Let alone being against the status quo. Yeah. And it is a very brave thing to do.
0: Uh. And um. To tie it to the conversation I was having this weekend about like, I remember I was talking about like how much she loves like European theater. And why can't Canadian theater be like that? There's no reason why it shouldn't. Mm, we should
1: be much more European, as and, a and country. much
0: more daring. And I'm like, oh, the reason why is that we're closer to a North American country, and North like, like we're a North American country, even though we're founded by Europeans, it, and we're a European colony for a long time. And the North American countries were founded by pilgrims, and they're people who left Europe yeah. because it was too extreme for them. Yeah, I know. like you know, like Europe in like the the the. 1700s was too extreme for the pilgrims
1: oh yeah we got we got them puritanical yeah. losers and Look, so, all I know is that in Italy when they're selling a shower on a commercial you see boobs
0: <laughs> yeah because they're like everyone's got them yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and 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 I'm sure like yes there are like old European views about gay people that are extremely regressive but overall the most like progressive european cities they they didn't have a huge gay backlash or at least a continuing gay backlash
1: i mean there's immense homophobia because of the Catholic Church. Yes. So, like, Italy's super homophobic. Spain Spain has a progressive gay community, for sure. And and Spain was one of the original, like, yeah. I think they were the first country to have a pride parade.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I, I, was, I was thinking of, like, Spain, like, Scandinavian there's countries. There's pockets uh, of extreme progressiveness
1: German. in terms of this, but there are the most backwards people in the world there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sucks, but it's just.
0: I think also then, at this point, we're also drawing Europe as a wide brush when it really isn't. Well, as yeah, well.
1: then Europe also includes like Jerusalem yeah, and yeah. the Middle East. Yeah. Which people get killed. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Western Europe. Yeah, yeah. This is Joanne Woodward's greatest acting job because she has to be married to that guy and pretend as opposed to the sexy, sexy Paul Newman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman.
1: You don't think. <laughs> Baby is Googling Paul Newman. How do you not. Have no. you never.
0: I've seen Paul Newman. Have you seen
1: Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Dance Kid? Yeah, yeah. So shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Paul Newman, wait, is Paul Newman the same Paul Newman who also was on Salad Dressing? Yes, Yeah. It's popcorn. Insa- yeah, yeah, okay. You getting Salad Dressing popping off? Look at this
1: motherfucker. He looks
0: like all 1960s Are guys. Are you
1: crazy? He is obscenely sexy.
0: What? I don't see Hold anything on, let's at find, all. Let's
1: find a really good picture of him. You're insane. Jesus Christ.
0: He looks like a person. It's like if I typed white man into Google Images, he'd be first up.
1: Yes, he is quite white. And I never said that I wasn't into that. <laughs> Look at this. Yaza, yaza, yaza.
0: You found a way to make the AIDS movie horny. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I started by talking that I had an intense sex stream about Tom Hanks. That's Back true. to that sex stream. Yeah, what happened? So, um <laughs>
0: tell us the sex stream. It was
1: very interesting. I saw a lot of body. Like, I saw penis, but I saw stomach and chest, I remember. Mm. And nothing happened in that dream other than, like, Tom Hanks came over and we had sex. (laughs)
0: Like, was there foreplay? Nope. No, 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 no. Just right in.
1: Like, a lot of writhing, I recall. (laughs) But, like, you know when you have a sex dream and you feel sexy? Yeah. Did not feel sexy during this dream.
0: I just feel. I. I was, you said that. As, I, I said yeah. I've never had sex dream where I feel sexy. or a sex dream, where no, I feel no, not, not wildly horny. Horny, horny. So yeah. that's the. That's yeah. what I
1: mean. No, no, no. I wasn't like in that dream being like I feel sexy. Wait, did you
0: have a questionable sexual encounter with com- with Tom Hanks in your dream? Like you could like in your dream you could meet too Tom Hanks.
1: No, no, no. I was there for it. I wanted it to happen. <laughs> I just was very much like, why is this happening? You know what? It wasn't. It was a soft consent. Now that I think about it. <laughs> But I looked it up, what it means to have sex with a celebrity in a dream. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, sometimes you want to, like, you're fantasizing, blah, blah, blah. But really think about what that celebrity represents for you and what you're exploring. And when I think of Tom Hanks, I think of, like, safety.
0: <laughs> I think
1: of, like, um, this, all,
0: this track's pretty hard with words. Right I know, isn't that interesting?
1: I think safe. I think, um, like, good, not the best, but, like, I'd be happy. <laughs> With it,
0: <laughs> so Tom Hanks is settling, for you,
1: a little bit. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. I have some theories as to what's going on about that, but uh, this is neither the time nor place for
0: it. <laughs> I can take this out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm gonna
0: make a comment on the, like uh, when they have the ju- the jur like the sorry the lawyer talking to the jury. It's so st- head on. And, like, yeah. it's talking to you, and you have to make your own decisions. Good directing. Real, <laughs> it's, it's directing 101, but really well done. Nah,
1: it's very good. And Mary Steenburgen is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the jury is such a jury in this movie. They all have like such faces.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I wouldn't put it past some of them not knowing. Yeah. But I'm sure one did and poisoned everybody for sure yeah I believe that because I could see I could see first of all I bet you if I was a part of it I wouldn't understand that he had AIDS I'm pretty dense about these things like, probably man would have that dude
0: keeps falling down <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I'd be like did you see he got hit in the head with a racquetball no that's a lesion oh from what <laughs> 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 I, you know what though I take people at their word I'm trying to remember oh yeah my mom is living in a condo now with my yeah. dad and she's How is s- that going? It's okay. She feels sad. The condo is very nice. But she um, smokes. But she's a secret smoker. And she does not smoke in front of my dad. And she Wait. can't <laughs> really smoke at the condo the way that she smoked at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could just step outside into the backyard. She, now, they have, a, they have a balcony, but you'd smell the smoke yeah. if you went out and smoked down there. Um. So now my mom is doing things like she goes... I am just exploding with heat right now I'm so hot You know what, I think I want to go for a walk And it's, and I believed her And I was like, oh, I'll come for a walk with you mom And then when I was driving home with my sisters They were like, oh boy, how many cigarettes did mom smoke And I was like, a couple Wait, was she not actually hot?
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: uh, She tricked me So basically, I would be one of these white men Being like, I didn't know he had AIDS I swear it <laughs> He tricked me because I believed in him.
0: I didn't know, and and if he if he did, I wouldn't fire him either. But that's not
1: like <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there.
0: I love shots of protesters in front of the courthouse. I don't know why.
1: Why do you love that?
0: I it just it's a it, I love the chaos of it. I
1: love these '90s movies about court dramas, like um. How was that movie, the something I think it was called The Ghosts of Mississippi, A Time to Kill. Mm. I think it was when John Grisham was a really big deal. Uh,
0: so my theory on why court dramas kind of had a resurgence in um, the 90s. So before court dramas were mostly plays, obviously.
1: You're right. Uh, yeah, they were.
0: And mainly in like the 20s, I would say, is a pretty good era for like a lot of court drama plays. The 1920s? Yeah, yeah. So you have like Inherit the Wind. You have, Or 20s to 50s. Well, yeah, I'd
1: say 50s because like 50s 12 Angry probably. Men. Yeah, I think, actually,
0: you know what I take by what I said 20s to f- 50s. I'd say 30s to f- 60s. Uh, 60s start getting into like the postmodern stuff. Oh, okay. And I don't think, unless they're, unless they're deconstructing a court drama, I don't think it's really showing up. Right. Um, but uh, my theory of why, specifically the 90s. Is that the 90s, a lot of cable news. And so the idea of the law, the idea of like the news showing off a court case weeks after weeks after weeks, after weeks is like very embedded in the people writing stories. That to put a, like it's easier to put a court drama on screen and that people care about it because that is all right, re- like that's what the news is to them at that point. Yeah,
1: we're like trained to like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah and then th- to extend that, it's like the 2000s is very similar in that uh war stuff would show up a lot. Yeah. War and political a lot of closed doored political things that don't make a lot of sense were in the mid two thousands.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm y- trying to think what, what that would be though in the mid two thousands.
0: They like, I think of like Jarhead would be the tail end of it, but then stuff like Stop Loss. Right, uh, those were all um uh,
1: like military
0: Yeah yeah. I'm trying to think of like what like a more political one. I guess like uh tony um, wilson's war manchurian
1: candidate manchurian
0: candidate the remake of manchurian candidate
1: wag the dog wag
0: the dog for sure yeah
1: yeah okay
0: and then um with like the 50s stuff is that there was a lot of newspapers and a similar thing oh that's happening. funny
1: and see and, and what's gonna happen Same with the 20s
0: that's why i was like i i do feel like i can probably grab a bunch of like 20s court plays i was not familiar enough with the
1: and now yeah. what's going to happen is Because true crime is such a big thing mm-hmm. That's why we're getting TV shows Like the assass- assassination of Gianni Versace And yeah, yeah. O.J. Simpson Like now we're covering the murderer Side of things we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're feeling empathy for the murderer Well not empathy but
0: I think even the core drama's is kind of coming back a little bit Because of that I think it's tied into things like I don't know if you watched 22 July Or no. um, another recent one I saw Fuck
1: Twenty two July. Uh,
0: welcome to Mar Marwin, which is horrible.
1: But I hear that documentary is really good. The documentary
0: is very good. The documentary is very good, and I was interested because he was like an outsider art. Yeah, Marwin person. looks
1: terrible, and I'm just gonna put it out there. Steve Carell as an actor has limits. Yes,
0: he is and limited. It, you see the s- head off. You see the. <laughs> I know
1: because I saw Beautiful Boy where Timothy Chalamet like is inspired, mm. like he's killing it, and Steve Carell is. And, like, Timothy Chalamet is not a drug addict in real life, and Steve Carell is a dad in real life. <laughs> like, if anything, it should be way more applicable for him. Um, yeah, so right. this woman has AIDS, and they're saying that, like, she contracted it through uh, blood transfusion, and there's she's saying, I'm not more innocent than him. Mm. I'm just trying to survive. Because she worked in the office as well. Yeah. She was a secretary. Isn't that awful? She got blood transfusion and contracted AIDS.
0: Yeah, it sucks. I love how they're dire- I love how he directed the court drama. Well, because it's it, it's been done a thousand times, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very um, performed at you, the viewer. Yeah. Not performed at any individual character, or giving you a sense of space or anything. It's performed at you, the viewer. That's very interesting.
1: And you know what's cool about this movie is that it's a very written film. Mm-hmm. Like it's very almost mm-hmm. like theatrical the way that they speak, mm-hmm. but it still is very like played, very real
0: it reminds and me emotional. Of network a lot.
1: Yeah, it might be. You know, Jonathan Demme mm-hmm. is very of that type of film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is kind of networky.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's much slower and obviously much less uh, uh, aggressive slow, no? than network. Wow. Well, Network, I, I believe
1: he's in Network, though. I think Jason Robards is in Network.
0: I believe he looks. He's got a face for it.
1: Well, yeah, he also looks like the guy that freaks out, whatever his name is. He's that yeah. famous actor.
0: Uh, I can only remember... Uh, the character name. What's the character's name? Uh, last name is Beale. Yeah, Howard Beale. That's it.
1: My sister saw Network on Broadway with. Um, oh really? With yeah, oh. Brian. so her I friend will. is friends with Tatiana Maslany, and they got to go backstage, and she got to meet them.
0: Network uh. Network's gonna be my favorite movie. I would. I you would, should go to Broadway would, and see it. Is it on now?
1: It's on right now. Yeah, <sighs> you should go. I mean, it'll cost you like a grand, but yeah, whatever. That's my problem. I
0: don't have that money to well, like throw around Well, like the actual Network.
1: ticket won't be a grand. The ticket you can probably get for like two hundred bucks.
0: Oh I I would love to see that.
1: She's really good Mary Steenburgen and she's a comedian. She was trained, I think. I think I can't remember now. Maybe Second City. She's Groundlings. Tra- but is Groundlings the older? I want to say Groundlings. Like I want to Ground- say
0: Groundlings. Groundlings is like about the same time as Second City, but then LA. she was know.
1: trained in the Groundlings. Have you ever seen Step Brothers? Yes. Like not good, but she's very funny, She's and she running holds her own against those fucking <coughs> idiots.
0: I think *Step Brothers* is the platonic ideal of the the uh, uh, what's his name Will Ferrell movie.
1: It's pretty great, like I in th- terms think, of that I know, I type think of th- film. I think that's
0: what Will Ferrell wants all his movies to look like.
1: Oh uh, well, John C. Riley and him have undeniable chemistry.
0: Apparently, the the new one's terrible. It looks awful. Like apparently, it's like like it's terrible.
1: I don't think Will Ferrell's good anymore. I don't know what happened. Like Adam Sandler. I mean, like, I think Will Ferrell just needs to, Thank to, you, to you know what though? Comedies aren't good. Like comedy movies aren't good.
0: Have we talked about this on the podcast? Because I have strong opinions. We've talked. I've talked about you this up in bars. Maybe yeah. Because uh, my thing is, I think people look at comedy movies wrong. They look at comedy TV shows, right, where comedy TV shows you need really, really strong characters, really, really strong narrative, and then you can flow the comedy through them. Where comedy movies, you're with them for minimum hour 20, absolute max two, mm-hmm. right? It should be you build a conceit. It should be like long. Should, I, think, I think people need to think of it as long sketches or long um conceits, like the, like the the way they sell comedy movies and write comedy movies now is as if it's as any other movie but the end goal of a comedy movie is very different than the end goal of a drama Yeah, and so you need to write the movie and design the movie to meet that end goal more than you need it to do else, so I think the best comedy movies that that the comedy movies you fucking love have a narrative in them, have character in them yes you're going to need that, but it's designed around a conceit designed around like a, 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 a sketch idea yeah. or a single character yeah like you're exploring a comedic idea more than you're exploring a narrative idea
1: yeah you're right that is what has to happen and that's why something like Wet Hot American Summer is so good that's why
0: people love that like I don't love Wet Hot yeah. American Summer but that's like I don't like that comedic idea and then but I love Smile Tap I love yeah I, uh, best I love Best of Show Best of Show yeah. and I like, think of like like like, what's the last comedic movie that you because fucking love?
1: The narrative falls apart. Yes, because because comedy is too insane and it's too it, it lives at too high a frequency to sustain.
0: Well, I think you you said something really smart in the I guess would be the last one. If we listen to this, which is a it follows where you're like, oh horror. Uh, trades on plot, like like gives gives away plot to give horror, and comedy gives away character to give comedy.
1: Yeah, you have to, you can't be true to a character to make jokes. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> jokes. Like you
0: you can be, but like but like you're 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 going to start your character's going in a road.
1: And then sometimes, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, that movie Baby Mama with Tina Fey yeah. and Amy Poehler. Not a good movie, but, like, their characters are all over the place because the director was like, yeah, do what you want. Just make it funny. And, like, I find that when I'm in doing an imp- like a narrative improv, I find narrative improv is so challenging it's really hard because you're straight jacketed because you're like fuck I've committed to this one idea of a character and I don't know how to go further in it and I yeah. want to make jokes right now yeah. and I feel like if I make that joke I'm betraying the character
0: yeah and it's a tie back to Will Ferrell it's like what are his big movies Anchorman um I guess how they're step stepbrother is very popular and what are those movies? The narrative, real backseat, real simple, but it's mostly just them screaming jokes at each other. Yeah. The, r- the strength of those movies is one-liners. It's like a, it's a long-form Twitter.
1: Yeah, I mean, like *Talladega Nights*. We all know that we go to that movie for the part where <laughs> he just prays to little baby Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting.
0: I I, th- I think they're wrong. Like the, like the way the way. The and, and the reason why is like you've pitched stuff, I've pitched stuff, is that you pitch it and they're like, Well the world's good, but let's talk about the characters and like We're already or or like or like well what's th- where's it go? What's the narrative? And like that's not the point. And like
1: cartoons are the same way too. And, and that's why I find like kids' movies really boring at the end because they have to resolve the narrative and mm. that's when you're like, I don't care, give me more what was fun at the beginning.
0: Did you watch uh Verse?
1: No. I don't think I will. It's not my jam. I give it a go. Mm. I'm. I'm. De-
0: it's. It's Miller Lord.
1: Who? Uh,
0: F- Phil Miller and Chris Lord, the like, Clone High guys. Who? Oh
1: yeah, I never really got into Clone High except for Black and Tan.
0: And then like they did like the Lego Movie as well. And okay, Ch- Ch- I I,
1: I, I thought, th- I thought Lego Movie was okay.
0: I liked it a lot. I know
1: people love it. I thought it was okay. Back to the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you been but watching it? I don't know.
0: to watched this one. I'm, i so far. I'm enjoying it.
1: Um. So uh, we're just. It's just. Um. It's just the trial right now. Hmm. And now my boy. I can't believe I'm getting some Bradley Rufford one-on-one time. I, I talk like, about Bradley Woodford even when he's not in the movie. I talked about him during um Starship Troopers.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I don't know why they changed the directing style for this and I'm sure there's a reason but I have not been paying attention.
1: Yeah. So Bradley Woodford is the guy that couldn't, like he was probably put up to it. Oh yeah. uh, In terms of hiding the stuff. So Denzel Washington Denzel Washington gets
0: great fucking lines this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So he's doing this. It's so good because he says Let's say what we're really talking about. We're talking about being gay, our fear of gay people. Mm. And it's so good. It's so good. Man,
0: it's a Washington gets the best role.
1: Well, he's fucking meaty as fuck. You'll see, Tom Hanks, there is one scene in this movie that mm. is the reason why Tom Hanks won an Academy Award. In the mm. same way that like Jennifer Hudson won for just that one song in Dreamgirls. Mm. Which is like, you watch that movie, you're like, she's okay, and then you watch that song, you're like, I get it, I get it, give her all the awards. <laughs> this is a hard movie to do this podcast for. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Moulin Rouge was hard because it was moving too fast but this one's hard for a different reason.
0: <laughs> uh, th- this is it. We did back to back It Follows in this two movies where we just both were like oh. Uh. Yeah I
1: know. It follows. I still think about It Follows it's sometimes. It's such a good movie. <laughs> now I don't know why I love Bradley Whitford. I've loved him since the moment I saw him. Uh, a moment on West Wing which I didn't even watch when I was like in grade 9 and I just feel like I have to meet him <laughs> I have to
0: I think I think the reason why is that he's both very intense but clearly very playful
1: and I've uh, and he's just the right kind of looks for me too <laughs> like I just don't know what it is He just makes... Like, I'm not joking. I love him.
0: Did (laughs) you ever watch Dio 16 on the Sunset Strip?
1: Yes! I was dying! (laughs) Because it was both Matthew Perry and Bradley Whitford.
0: And it's so bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible and it was really upsetting. But I've never been more satisfied in my life of being like, these are... Like, this is gonna sound so lame. But in my heart of hearts, I know that my husband will be Bradley Whitford-esque. Like <laughs> I, I feel it in my bones. Like that is that is a man. Like his sensibility. I don't know. Do you think we could meet him?
0: <laughs> I wish. I'd love to meet him.
1: I'd love to meet him. He's divorced from Jane Kasmerik. Mm. So,
0: it'd be fun. Let's get a drink with with Bradley Whitford. Be wit. Yeah.
1: Let's see what he's doing. So if you're gay and you get AIDS, it's your fault, but if you get transfusion, it's no mm-hmm. one's fault. Even though there's no morals to it. Like, are you crazy?
0: And AIDS is sad. AZT. Yeah.
1: It's very sad. It, it's it's
0: I think I think the reasoning why is it's like it's like the think of how many sentimental stories you have about cancer of like the show like the, the like someone gets cancer and says goodbye or gets a new lease on life like there's a thousand different stories about cancer but the underlying thing is there is you feel like oh what a tragedy that happens to the person whereas with AIDS is like a weird like oh the same like a very similar tragedy struck somebody that's like you're gonna die soon it's gonna be terrible it's gonna be before your time because of something you had no control like
1: like aids is more tragic than cancer even though it's it's the the same thing
0: because uh, then you get this added level of people hate you
1: it it's much yeah no there's no sympathy at this time there was barely any sympathy for these people Hmm. and it was the exact same thing as yeah as as cancer i mean they called it the gay cancer And
0: I'm sure that there's been a swing right in America because of
1: we lost a bunch of people
0: yeah we lost lots of people who would vote against money they were living against. in New
1: York, no,
0: though even just like creating movements, creating whatever
1: listen, we lost count like I don't know what kind of plays we would have, like I don't know what kind of superstar actors we would have right now
0: hmm.
1: if it wasn't trade. Hmm. It's the dark ages. What happened was put put the arts into the, the dark ages. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like in Les Mis, the song like Empty Chairs and Empty Tables? Yeah, yeah. That became the song because it came out in the 80s. That became a song about AIDS. Really? Because it was like
0: I mean, That's I love Les Mis, and I do often forget that it did come out in the '80s and didn't. Cu- it wasn't in the w- 1600s. It wasn't in the 1600s <laughs> and carried through. Yeah, I mean, the book was. The book was, but like the musical.
1: Yeah, empty chairs, and they would play that at musicals. I mean, at musicals. Oh my god, at funerals. Yeah.
0: What's this Halloween? It has to be a gay Halloween party that everyone shows up to the nines.
1: I love that the gays have taken Halloween, like that it's their holiday. I freaking love it. <laughs> he's a lawsuit. That's get fair. Get it? He's know. wearing a suit and he has documents on the lawsuit. Uh, so, you like it? I'm a, I'm a lawsuit. You get it? I'm a, lawsuit. It's not a lawsuit. <laughs> 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 Yeah, isn't it funny watching it? The older I get and the more I watch this movie, the more I only focus on Denzel Washington. I almost forget about Tom Hanks as a character.
0: I he's not not really not really but it's like the movie is more concerned with Denzel but as it's well. gonna
1: switch now uh, literally this is you're we're getting to the point where it's gonna be Tom Hanks's like scene well because Denzel Washington goes through a huge transformation he goes from using like the F word against people yeah. to all of a sudden he become, he's a crusader for gay rights mm-hmm. and the fact that he's black is like a huge thing too because in like the back black community it's, it's homophobia is just accepted like well in some communities
0: yeah so I've always wondered why the like oh, acapella on. Mr. Sandman was like kind of like a touchstone for like in like other comedies or other things of like a Cypher be like, oh, they're gay, and like Mr. Sandman plays. And it's like, I think it's 100% from this movie. You think
1: it's from Philadelphia? I think yeah. it just might be from the fact that the song's kind of gay about someone being like, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream of a dreamy boy. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit
0: Oh, gay. no. I'm, I'm, sh- I, I'm, I'm, it's original version is like female, right? It's like, female singing about a man. But the guy's
1: going, yes, oh, that is Mr. Sandman who's answering. Okay, Darren McIntyre <laughs> did a sketch where it goes, Mr. Sandman, and he goes, yes, bring me a dream. Okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and it's just him having a back and forth conversation <laughs> with the song.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Making
1: the cutest that I've ever seen. I'll do my best. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Just a truly wonderful sketch writer that Darren McIntyre. It also must have been like a really big deal for, like, listen, gay people need to play gay people blah blah blah, but at this time for Tom makes to play a gay man in a movie, like, it's a bit of a risk for him, I think. Yeah, And it turned out well.
0: Nah, he's trying to play trans now. But <laughs>
1: what? I was <laughs>
0: thinking of like a that joke did not make sense I'm thinking of uh, uh, What's her name Emma Stone
1: She plays a man in a movie
0: she's Was she gonna play A trans person And didn't
1: Oh she is Oh I thought it was Scarlett Johansson <laughs> It was
0: Scarlett Johansson and I confused like oh, she's I doing it the two again, of, doing again. Yeah.
1: How dare you Emma Stone's a much better actor Than Scarjo. But Scarjo has a career That I enjoy
0: He just wanna be a match point mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Match point Scoop. I fucking love Scoop. <laughs> Scoop.
0: That's the Woody Allen movie you grab at.
1: Scoop. I love Scoop. I oh love you, Jack.
0: Maybe one of the worst movies in existence, not let alone Woody Allen. There
1: is a line. Uh, There is like 20 minutes of nonstop one-liners from Woody Allen in that movie. He says things like, well, I was... What religion are you? You know what persuasion are you? And he's like, well, I was brought up on the Jewish persuasion. But when I became an adult, I converted to narcissism. (laughs) 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 Anyways, this is the scene. So they're doing the cross-examination. And he's prepping Tom Hanks for... Um, the trial tomorrow and this is the part where Tom Hanks uh, this is why he won the Academy Award and I feel very strongly that I don't want to talk and maybe you edit it out because Okay, that's I think you should watch this part it's very beautiful so a very emotional scene has just taken place that me and uh, Kalenko were silent during because I felt the need to, to make him experience this part where Tom Hanks I liked
0: it It's a cool Kind of impressionistic They even changed The lights And whatnot They
1: changed the light They zoomed in And then they zoom out And when you're watching it Like and it's You've been really Paying attention to that movie You feel it when the When the lights go off You feel cold When it's done mm. And it's just like He was living in this I don't know This heightened state Like I don't even know What it's supposed to represent Other than the fact That like mm. Someone is just Dying And they're Realizing that I can't imagine what that would feel like, and it just makes you grateful for what you have and what you. <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a beautiful metaphor, I guess, as opposed to like.
0: It's. It's. I would say it's <laughs> the first like. Uh, abstract filmmaking. This movie's had, which isn't a knock against it.
1: Look at Denzel Washington's gorgeous <laughs> child. Jesus. But have you ever seen a baby like that before? You ever yeah, seen They a baby all look, look the same. Look, you think this baby looks like any other baby? Yeah. That's the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. <laughs> Please be honored to look like what that baby.
0: Per, what was the pretentious point I was making? Oh, that <laughs> uh, it's the most
1: abstract part of the... Yeah, mm. which I
0: think makes it really stand out as well, mm. and that you can infuse all the meaning of the movie within it very easily. It's smart. I like it. It's yeah, smart. Yeah,
1: it's better than watching him say goodbye to everybody.
0: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I thought this movie was.
1: No, I think a lot of these kinds of movies get a bad rep in terms of, like...
0: Sentimentality.
1: Yeah, very sentimental. Look when he puts two hands on top of each other, <laughs> and then gives him a little. <laughs> oh
0: no. so. B- I want him to keep giving the baby things. <laughs> like it's a ten minute section of the movie <laughs> She's
1: putting little hands on top of each other. Um.
0: Uh, I was because I'm writing a thing, and I've started talking about this notes of that. I feel like um, like cold logical thought is heavily critiqued as much as it's lauded mm. of like being an emotionless that's critiqued. And like, p- critique's not wrong, but I find it interesting that a lot, like sentimentality is nowhere near critiqued. It's either silently ignored or heavily lauded.
1: I mean, we live in a very sentimental time now because everything's, or I guess nostalgic. Yeah. But sentimental, nostalgic, is that similar?
0: Similar. Not the same, but similar. Not the same? I think, I think but I think sentimentality can be as... Damaging and alienating as cold logical reasoning can be.
1: Well, I uh, my dad's a really sentimental person. Mm. Like he consistently will bring up like things from like when we were kids, and I can't explain it. Like the only word I can use is sentimental, mm. and it makes me extremely uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think it
1: like it makes you feel squeamish inside. Yeah.
0: Anyway, this scene seems cool. We talked right through it. (laughs) Yeah, this
1: scene is a flashback. So right now, Tom Hanks is being cross-examined. And they're saying, like, did you know that they had a problem with people being gay? And he's like, well. And then it flashes to him at a bathhouse with these guys, or I guess a spa. And they're telling sexist and gay jokes. And one of them is, like, how do you know that a gay guy fakes an orgasm? And he says, you throw a hoard of hot yogurt on your back.
0: So. I
1: don't even understand how that's a joke.
0: Uh, like what qualifies
1: him. that? No, no. Yeah. I understand oh, no, what they're talking the no, I not understand. Funny. It's but like what makes that a joke? To be like, how does a gay guy fake an orgasm? He throws a quart of hot yogurt on your back. Show me what makes that a joke.
0: No, it's not funny. It's, it's not, not a joke. A
1: joke. Yeah. But they had another joke That was sexist That was like What do you expl- what, what is a woman Who has PMS and ESP What do you call a woman That has PMS and ESP And they say A bitch who knows everything That's a joke That at one's least. at least a joke Yeah that one, at le- like, it's hateful and awful, but at least that one has
0: and and just really reflect line. really reflects human life and yeah, society yeah. and what it's like to live with women. Oh, and get out of here!
1: <laughs> like, at least that one has a punchline. That yeah, that yeah. gay joke does not have a punch. That that
0: well, the punchline is that you have to implicitly find gay sex horrific. That's the punchline. The punchline is, is uh, like how how, how, is, how is he fake an orgasm, gay sex is horrific. Is the is a punchline? Yeah.
1: I, I didn't get that gay sex is sexy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Callum was saying something to her podcast and he's like I love how I now know exactly what like the two of you have very specific kinks. And <laughs> it's like like of course like my thing of the tights and Oh yeah, your yeah. your fetish of the tights. And then he's like it's also like Vite really wants to have a guy slip with hook up with another man. <laughs>
1: If one of the men that I <laughs> date could just kiss another man in front of me just for a little, little bit, I, I don't even need them to have sex. I need them to kiss for a little bit and then I'll grab the guy that I'm dating and be like, let's get out of here. <laughs> 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 do stuff to each other. It, that's been a thing since I think I understood what sex was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you believe this is Tom Hanks, this kind of work that he does?
0: Not Newtomics. <laughs> Wait, did new uh, you watch, um, what's the one where he's like the Somali pirate? Captain Phillips? Captain Phillips, yeah. I never saw that one. So, Captain Phillips is a bad movie for an hour and a half, and then the last, like, minute
1: this is what my mom said yeah. that when he's getting help.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the and it all kind of like washes away as And he just like, he breaks down. I'm like, oh yeah, Tom X is good at this. It's yeah, like a thing.
1: he has, you know who else has this ability but not as good is Julia Roberts. Mm. I feel like they're not given vehicles for what their true strengths are, which is like, being very emotionally vulnerable on camera, mm-hmm. like you really feel viscerally what he's feeling during this scene, mm-hmm. and not every actor can do no, that. No,
0: no, it's very hard. Like
1: not even a an Al Pacino can't do that. Like yeah, this no. is this is something else that these guys have. I feel like Emma Stone's good at that. Uh, Andrew Garfield's good at that. Like I don't
0: know about Emma Stone. Andrew Garfield, sure.
1: He's good at it in the I, movie Never Let Me Go.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. as like he's very, I he's very good in that movie. But I'm, like, I'm saying like with Tom Hanks, I've seen a pattern of that. Like he can just turn it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks is a like um, he's a technician. Mm. Like he is, he can do it. No problem, kind of thing. Like you would hire him because even if it's not the best work, it's the it's the it's good. Like mm-hmm. it's very serviceable. No, he's never bad. It's that his his film choices have gone progressively more and more boring. Yeah. And him and Spielberg together are b- boring. But I've never seen Saving Private Ryan, so I'm probably missing the most best one.
0: I I'm one of the people who thinks it's boring. Oh yeah.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: I also don't like war movies a lot.
1: Oh well then. I'm not the best. So look what's happening. So she put the mirror to his face saying, can you see any lesions on your face right now? And he's like, no. And see, she hates the case. Mm -hmm. She says it under her breath. But now look what Denzel Washington's going to do. He's like, but at the time, he had more lesions on his face.
0: Mm -hmm. So he's very good.
1: I know, it's so good. You
0: you, you won me with his choice. This is your Starship Troopers. It's
1: true though It's very good It's very lovely I mean The romantic comedies That I like Are Good <laughs> But this is like
0: Yeah This is great. like a movie
1: Jonathan Demme Is a, is a master That's my problem Like A the, the lot of the, the films I've shown you Have been bad directors
0: Yeah n- uh, Nancy Myers Is a nightmare
1: Well she's a great Interior designer
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> That is That is, that is the m- Like Tangentially related To filmmaking <laughs>
1: Mm, the music's really good, too. It's Howard Shore.
0: Man, if you're listening, you're just going to... Lo- so sorry. You so into the movie.
1: Here's the deal. It's funny how the court is set up for the most fun, dramatic parts to happen at the very end of it. Yeah. What are the chances that that's how court works? Lies. That's not how court works. It's so effing boring, even when it's a murder trial. Yeah, I know. That's why the O.J. Simpson trial was... Incredible because okay. it was actually interesting.
0: Well, the O.J. Simpson trial was a fucking abortion of justice. Mm. It, like everything. The dream went, team. Fuck. Everything went wrong. Like 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 that. Like that wasn't a trial. That was fucking theater. Normally, I, I get real um, annoyed at like at the older style of filmmaking, like this. But um, I am loving it.
1: I like it when it's done well. I like a yeah. good '90s drama.
0: This, this, no, this, this style of filmmaking isn't '90s. This style of filmmaking is like a, s- like a, like a, like a, like a 70s? '70s or a '70s oh, style. Oh, uh, Like the '90s style is more like Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gum's more '90s. Yeah. Than, than. Uh, the, ni- the '90s style is like a lot of it's like the introduction of like digital filmmaking and like nonlinear oh, editing, so no, it's like no, no. very choppy and. But I Fast. mean, like, in
1: the 90s, dramas were get taken care of, and they had nice scores, and they had big casts, yeah, and yeah. we don't have that anymore.
0: We talk about that every time we watch the nice movie. I know, because we
1: don't have the $30 million movie. We either yeah. have the $100 million movie or the $7 million movie. Yeah. But still.
0: A24, come on, back us up. A24, baby, please. Take <laughs> hey, A24. And
1: don't make more movies like mid-90s,
0: please. Did you like mid-90s?
1: No. Wow, I didn't watch it. Just a young child getting beaten the shit out of
0: But Jonah Hill did it.
1: It's very pretentious. Some people like it. I really did not. I found it really pretentious. I've
0: I've avoided it being like, I don't want to see what Jonah Hill has to offer. (laughs) Which is so mean. It's about right.
1: It's not bad. It's it's not the directing. It's the story. It's just like, he still thinks he's so cool. Mm. Skateboarders. So yeah, they won the trial. I don't know if you...
0: Yeah, that. yeah.
1: This is how we find out stuff. Like we don't even hear what the doctor's saying. He just passes by.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know it that great. it's
1: bad news. Like, what beautiful way to further a story in such a realistic way. And this movie, I won't. Ta- you know what? I'll save it when that happens.
0: I won't. Yeah. It and look at the fucking change. Denzel went from like, I won't take your case. To going to, go to go now, in the hospital. To in the hospital. Yeah.
1: The guy who plays Tom Hanks' brother looks more like Tom Hanks than Tom Hanks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that crazy?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen Tom Hanks' real-life brother? No. So he doesn't look like Tom Hanks, but he sounds exactly like Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah.
1: Does he look like Colin Hanks?
0: Yeah, it's Colin Hanks something enough.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like him. Colin Hanks is... I watched that show Life in Pieces. It's pretty charming. Yeah. He's not good. He's not good. He's no com- comedian. He has no business being on oh a yeah. sitcom, and he's no dramatic actor. So let's just you know, yeah. let's just call it there.
0: But he sounds exactly. He like does Tom sound Kong's.
1: like him, but he doesn't have his timing or charm. No. Listen, I defend Tom Hanks till the end because I had sex with him in a dream.
0: <laughs> Was it? Was it good or it just kind of happened?
1: I'm telling you, I did not um, feel <laughs> sexual feelings while it was happening. It just happened.
0: <laughs> you were starstruck. Yeah. Tom, hey eh? A
1: lot of like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, for listeners, she no. just put her face again, put her hand against her face, like uninterested, <laughs> as if to slow motion punch herself yeah, in the face.
1: Yeah. A lot of penises going places that I was like. Mm. But it's a real big step up for me because most of my sex dreams um, never involve actual sex. It's always like sexy feelings, but never sex.
0: Mm, that's good.
1: It's better, I think.
0: Did I ever tell you the first time I watched, p- I, I looked up porn as a kid? <laughs> no. I had a sex dream and I got her pants off and I had no idea what a vagina looked like in real life. So what did it look like in the dream? Just nothing. Uh-huh. is like a like, like a Barbie dogma. doll. Like it was do- Yeah, like dogma or like a Barbie doll. And I was like, I woke up and I had a computer in my room at the time. Yeah. And I was like, well, I gotta fix this. Yeah. and I just like went and just typed like vagina. That's very funny.
1: And then you saw the inside like a uterus, and you're like, oh. Ah! No, I was like, no,
0: like I, I knew that image. I'm like, that's not what's down there. I was, like, I was like, that's very funny. Try like like scrolling through porn, be like, no, no, not you, not you, not you. Where is it? Come on, show me what's good. Like
1: penises are crazy looking, but I imagine for a boy to see a vagina for the first time, he'd be like, Gah.
0: I was I was really like, that's it. That's dumb. It's just a hole. It's stuff. like a fold. It's a fold
1: was the last time we see Mr. Tom Hanks in the movie. Mm. It was so sad. I actually don't know what this would be like. I've never had to deal with this kind of decline with anyone in my life, and I'm uh, very grateful. I
0: have, but they didn't die.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: They made but it the the end is very stressful. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how I'd feel after if they died. Mm-hmm. The end's very stressful, and it, it's a weird. You
1: just sit and you wait, right?
0: You're just kind of waiting, yeah. and, and it's also like people are you trying to keep it upbeat, but there's no reason to, yeah, because the only other option than keeping upbeat is like really fucking dragging it down. Yeah. So you're just watching like bad TV and being like, "This is bad TV, uh huh, yeah. yeah, silly, uh huh." Yeah. You're like, this is horrible.
1: Food becomes a big deal, like yeah, what yeah. you're gonna eat for for lunch, or yeah.
0: Long discussions about what you're eating.
1: Yeah.
0: When you're eating it, when you're going to get it, what is it. As yeah. you're eating it, this wasn't as good as we wanted. But this is everyone just not talking to the literal yeah. elephant in the room. Yeah.
1: Because my nunna died in the hospital, but she died so quickly. It was like yeah. she had the surgery and then died a day later.
0: No, this so guy was young.
1: Yeah. So it wasn't a lot of waiting, per yeah. se. But we also thought she was going to get out of the hospital. We did not think that that's when she was going to die. See, this is the time where everyone's saying bye to him, and it's so realistic. Mm. I feel
0: mm.
1: like it's just people. Like, yeah, it's in the it's in the hospital room. And everyone's standing around.
0: I always say, see you soon.
1: Yeah, they they're not. They don't think he's gonna die. Hmm.
0: Well, why why? No, it's it's to do that big speech. No one. I'd say 99% of the populace doesn't have it in them, and the 1% that does is doing it very self serving. Because mm. you, you would have that hope in you that's like, they're, they're not dead. Yeah. No matter what it is. And when you get to that point, that's what breaks people for years, right?
1: Mm. Look how sad. Mm. That's really not helpful, I will say, like, what yeah. he's doing because.
0: The the thing I was saying Sentimentality
1: It's not helpful Yeah It's like it's
0: not about you right now but I
1: remember when I Had my panic attack And I was in the hospital And different people came mm. I won't say who But one of them's energy Was like that mm. And it was too much For me to handle And mm. I was like You have to leave Just go Go yeah. out the door Because it, It's It's physically painful Like that would have been Physically painful For yeah, him yeah. to deal with that <laughs> He says he's ready.
0: So sad. That is
1: so sad. It's also kind of beautiful that he was surrounded by all these people because many people died of AIDS alone. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't have any mm-hmm. family. See the getting the call. Yeah, yeah. Very realistic. This movie has the most real feeling funeral. Oh,
0: th- like you, you, we talk about the writer and like <laughs> what else he written? It's like a bunch of like gay right. Like he probably live through a chunk of this with I was just thinking
1: the opera scene is so specific that that must have happened in real life Mm -hmm. so this is is the most realistic funeral that's ever been in a movie ever is what we're going to watch right now Mm -hmm. and there's no more talking we're just going through a funeral while this very sad Neil Young song plays and like this guy really has AIDS like it's too this this is the part that gets me every time
0: this does this time at funerals like this does look like a funeral because it's not it's not people in black robes dourly Mm -hmm. watching a coffin drop it's a bunch of people telling each other stories and there's like a weird melancholy but it's I would say people laughing people like
1: yeah and people are just coming in (coughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. it's very melancholy but not a lot of tears. <laughs> it gets me. Angry.
1: <laughs> this is so sad. It just feels like a real funeral.
0: Mm-hmm. I say more the, the reception after the funeral. It's the reception, be, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, but this is what the funeral is, right? This yeah. is the part that means something. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other parts, literal, like work you have to get done. Like you have to bury the casket mm. or put it in a wall, which mm-hmm. is what my family does, and it's not great see like to end the movie like this is so special because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: it feels like you're celebrating the life of Tom Hanks' character with these people mm-hmm. and then look and now they put on
0: they put on the whole movies, on on movies oh man
1: and that's how it ends is we're just gonna watch the whole movies now it <laughs> makes me cry every time. <laughs> 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 it gets me so hard it's very very touching
0: to movie's very good yeah I'm going to watch it again.
1: You should. This was a real waste of watching this movie like this.
0: I'm going to watch it again. Probably like in a few months when I've forgotten a bunch of it. <sighs> and be like, it's good.
1: It's very sad. Yeah. You know why? Because they're just people. Because like this, this stigma and mm. this Well, hatred I mean, you
0: show it. to I, I feel like that's something I always find weird of like the ability to empathize with a gay person who grew up with essentially the same life you did should be so much easier for people than even the ability to empathize with like not like a Muslim person which is like that that um, bigotry or whatever
1: yeah I don't
0: get it I, I don't get it but people I th- who, it makes more logical sense to me that people would be bigotry towards like an, uh, the otherness of a Muslim person no than
1: pe- people who, who would dis- that would that would not accept their child because they're gay is mm. insane.
0: Yeah, obviously insane, but
1: Ah that's it, and then it just ends like that.
0: It's a very good Yay. very good movie.
1: this was the saddest movie we've seen so far. Yeah. I like them feels
0: that was oh. a very good movie. I liked it a lot.
1: Yay finally It was good. Yay! It's so good. There's really nothing you could do, you can say other than the fact that it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Now we'll play the song to feel better. Okay, you ready? Mm, it's not working. Hold on.
0: I was, I was just send it to me, and I'll put it on the end. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um.
1: We're gonna do a what's, what's the next movie We're gonna do
0: I'm not sure I'm talk to you After this Okay One sounds two good two options Alright Alright
1: Thank you good. I love you Tom Hanks And mm. I, I'll have sex with you Again in my dreams Oh dear lord
0: <laughs> 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 uh.
1: His name is Jesus
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes he is I'm really turning it off